the Paul Smith theme. So thank you, Richard. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tuning in. We'll see you next week with the last half. My name is Bella Arnold. I am a journalism major and English creative writing minor, and this is my second year at Long Beach State. And you're listening to the Student Run 22 West Media. It's game time. One time for the three, two, five, two. Y'all know what it is. City Angels. Do we gon' do it for LA? What is up, Black and Gold Familia? Welcome to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend. Jonathan Ortega at where John at? At JR4YNOSO. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 22S Radio, KKJZ 88.1 FM HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. Oh, we got a fun one for you guys here today. We are 22S Radio, but most importantly, in a time where we need to be the most, we are Black, Black and Gold. gold. It's definitely going to be an overreaction Monday. Overreaction that to the is max. for sure. We are hopefully expecting some an abundant amount of callers today mm-hmm. to express how they feel after this weekend's loss. Wow, man. What a traffic go that I just want to... Man. Oh, shake it <sighs> off, man. Got to be like goldfish like Ted Lasso says and just... Move on from it, man. Mm. There's a lot of talk about here on the Los Angeles Saga Show, but first things first, Jonathan, how you doing, my guy? I'm all right. It's fucking Monday. Uh, yeah, we'll take it. It is what it is. It is man. what it is. Alrighty, so here we go. We're going to go ahead and get into this real quick. How are you feeling, Jerry? I am feeling antsy. Let me let me turn on uh, DJ on this, Flick on this and the homies. fine Sunday, uh, Monday morning. Monday morning. Oh, man, Mondays. Uh, Mondays. Uh, Can't stand them. 8 a.m.s. 8 a.m.s. Sheesh. Dude, I had my professor send us an email yesterday saying, oh, I have a colonoscopy on Wednesday, so we're moving our class to Monday. Really? Yeah, bro. You can't just do that. I'm like, dude. The day before. Forget you and your colonoscopy, bro. <laughs> like, first of all, do we need to know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say some procedure. Say, yeah. Oh, I have some a, surgery. I have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Colonoscopy. My goodness, bro. And then she's talking she gonna about- going to send you guys pictures later or what? Uh, <laughs> I sure hope not, dude. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, and then we have this essay that we're working on. It's an English course. Mm. And she was talking about some- Oh, since we are having a uh, uh, class on Monday, the essay is due tonight. She sent that email yesterday, Sunday, at 4 o'clock. That should be illegal. I was like, hold on now. What's going on here, miss? Hold up. Yeah, anywho. Ah, welcome, everybody. It's the Los Angeles Saga Show. I am Jerry Reynoso alongside Jonathan Ortega. And like I said, we have a fun one for you guys today. We need to reassess this Derby, we need to break it down for you guys. But what do we even talk about first? And there's so much. There's that game was absolutely everywhere. That uh, it was just absolutely. I don't know, man. It was it was mind boggling for it sure. Was, was a lot of fun to watch. Yes, because it yes. was dramatic. You know, VAR was involved. I mean, it's like a lot re- going on. Yeah, it's like res- it's like wrestling. You know, you have VAR come out on a surprise appearance <laughs> and just beat the guy up. Money in the bank. Yeah, LAFC got pinned. You yeah. know, because of interference. Yeah, what That's was that? Exactly what, what was that uh, ref's name? Uh, Chris Penso. Oh, Chris we're Penso. gonna be talking a lot about you today. Chris Penso came in with the money in the bank. Money in the he bank. Made the show about himself. Yep. Cashed it in. Did a curb stomp. Little. Uh, countered the spear in the, in the 90th minute in the 90th minute 97th uh, 97th the fact that it was 8 minutes stoppage time like that's yeah, how you know, know that game that game was everywhere that's some there South American yeah. <laughs> stuff going on there's 
I don't. As far as I know, there has not been a derby where the stoppage time has been more than five minutes, and that's how you know the officiating was just like a little bit wobbly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah I mean, stuff happens. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's not just Chris Penso, but the rest of the assistant referee and the whole officiating crew. I mean, you have the VAR also, you know, in the booth doing their thing. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it a little bit. We'll break it down. We'll break it down for you guys. Um. I kind of want to get into callers already, but we actually need to just go over this game. So <coughs> here we are. We got LAFC versus the Galaxy in Carson, California. Dignity Health Sports Park, the Diggity. What do you still call it? You still call it Stoho Center, Home Depot Center? Home Depot Center. That's Depot what I know it is. Yeah. I grew up there. That's my home stadium, man. Yeah. That's I grew up in that. Watching Chivas USA games, man. I haven't been there since like... And this weekend, we're going like to go, man. We were going to go until... Uh, I don't know what it was. Galaxy did not our press pass. Mm. I don't know if we we're hard not, feelings. Yeah, I don't know. They don't saw know. the black and gold of the Los Angeles oh, Los Saga Los Angeles logo. Like, oh, They're like, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> we don't want to go anyways, man. No yeah. trip. We don't want to be on the grass. Yeah, <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot, man. Too uh, but then supporters were limited for away support. Tickets were just mad. Did expensive. you see where they put the supporters in the stadium though? Is that does that happen every time? Yeah, every or like, game they put them up their upper deck. Really? Always. And I I from what I heard originally, we were expecting like this is going to be like the record breaker like we're filling up more of the upper deck mm-hmm. this time. But they cut the Galaxy cut the tickets to like maybe half. Mm-hmm. So I want to say like around 600 were there, 400 maybe, which is like a lot. But in terms of, you know, the 3252. speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the 3252, uh, the amount of support that we could show out up mm-hmm. for an away game, you know, that's not enough, of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We try our best to make every away game a home game as much as possible. Hey, they were making noise, though. They were making noise. You could hear it. And At some point. Last year when I went for when uh, LAFC put in Carson, uh, you know, that was also, that also happened to be the same day where... Landon Donovan had his uh, statue revealed. Mm. And, you know, they were showing their broadcast on the Jumbotron. And, you know, us LAFC fans and we support were in the sta- stadium already while everyone was outside for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, we were just chanting and doing our thing. And I guess we were too loud. So they started putting the volume up of Landon Donovan's press conference for the ceremony. Really? Started putting it up in the stadium. And in so the we, stadium? yeah, so we started getting louder and louder. <laughs> and then we were just, you know, people were chanting against Landon so Donovan. Petty. It is, man. So it, petty. Hey, but that's the rivalry, dude. That's what it is. That's what it needs to be, to be honest with you. Man. I know. I you respect know? it. I respect it, too. That's what makes it fun, man. You know, people, I heard some people complaining about Chicharito and, and Carlos Vela having some fun before the game and, like, talk. Dude, you guys got to understand. Dude, dude these, these guys, guys have guys known are, each other for, like, 20 years at least. Yeah, and, like, these guys are humans, bro. Yeah. Like, all these people have lives outside of football. Yeah, they probably hang out on Sundays. That's what I'm saying. Like, they probably hang... Con los chicos y todo. Yeah, man. They had the carne asada after. They yeah, had a... They had exactly. A, they probably had an asado after the game, <laughs> they bro. They probably did, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, let them be, man. Let them be. At the end of the day, it's, it's kind of just a game. Yup. Exactly. All right, brother. Should we break into this game now before we get some callers very shortly? Let's do it. All right. Are we going chronologically from uh, the first minute? This is going to be so tough to break down, bro. That first Galaxy goal, dude, I honestly, like, the majority of the first half, LAFC was sleeping, bro. I don't know what it was. On Let, defense. Let's start off with the with the lineup. Uh, end goal for LAFC it was Maxine Crapo. You already know how I went. Uh, Diego Palacios, Mamadou Fall, Jesus David Murillo, and Ryan Hollingshead clear up the back line. In midfield, we had Conla Costa, Elie Sanchez, and Jose Cifuentes. That, you know, you're looking at that lineup, you're like, okay, that's pretty good for midfield. Mm-hmm. The defense is set up nicely. Um, you know, we're hearing that Franco Escobar was clear to play. Will he get any minutes in this game? He eventually didn't. Uh, and the top three was a big question, like who's going to be playing up top with Vela and Raito, or are we going to make something up? Especially with Chicho starting last game. Yeah. Uh, so instead, we have Raito, who... You know, a little bit of scary, but he came out after 10 minutes uh, in the game. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, he had like a little hamstring problem, it appeared, or maybe calf injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was being dealt with. So he was subbed out after 10 minutes. Uh, and Carlos Vela was up top with them, along with Mahala Opoku, who, you know, he played a decent game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we all. It could always be we better, could, brother. We could see everyone play decent. Yeah, everyone played decent. Was Dude, it nobody played good though? Yeah, was it good enough? No, no. 
Decent no. is not good enough most of the time. Before we get into this breakdown, I think we can clearly say that we weren't the best team out there. Nope. That's 100%. First That's, half? First, first half, half was 100%. Poor. 100%. Poor, poor, poor. First goal came from Chicharito. Oh, man. Chicharito. The 13th minute. Chicharito. A header. It was a good header. You know, I don't think he meant to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> header it down under uh, Max and Crepa. But what frustrated me most is because... Max and Crepo decided to play the player mm-hmm. instead of playing the ball. Yeah. You're a goalkeeper. You're the only one who's able to use your hands on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And you decided to play the player instead of the ball and try to punch the ball out or maybe try to catch it, do whatever, you know? Instead, mm-hmm. you jump up and try to block the header. No, man. You could literally jump up and go towards the ball mm-hmm. and play it that way. Come out. The one that has to wait With is Chicharito. Yeah. Exactly. And so, well, you also see later on... um, when Chicho Arango comes in, which I'm kind of going too far ahead, mm-hmm. uh, later on you see uh, Jonathan Bond, who had the very similar situation, uh, being uh, having Chicho Arango on the back post. Chicho Arango goes off for a header from across from Kellen Acosta, and Jonathan Bond decides to punch the ball out, but also runs into Chicho Arango. Mm-hmm. And then you quote unquote whether it's a foul or not. Nah. That's exactly what Max and Crapo should have done with that Chicharito goal. Yep. I agree. You could tell there was definitely a miscommunication here between, uh, I want to say, Mamadou? Yeah. Fall, Crippo, and Palacios. They were all kind of like caught in between that weird, funky space of like, do we come out? Does a player mark him? Does a keeper come out? Like, yeah. I think it was just a miscommunication. There was a lot of miscommunication there for a sure. Lot. And speaking of fall, you know, no pun intended, but I don't know what it was, but that back line was literally slipping. Mm-hmm. Like, Throughout the match, especially yeah. in the first half, they kept on falling. Ryan Holling's head was slipping at times. Uh, Mamadou fought in that second goal from Sega Kolibali. He kind of slipped while, you know, not really marking him. You know, what I mean that that back post run was not a good run. Mm-hmm. It was just taking. It was just the galaxy taking advantage of a mistake that LAFC the, did, which is exactly how every trafficker was like. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been really a, a goal for the galaxy where it's like they do something about it. It's more like taking advantage of LAFC's mistakes. Mm-hmm. So every time when I watch a Trafico match, it's not just LAFC versus Galaxy. It's LAFC versus Galaxy and LAFC themselves. Yep. They're playing against themselves. Yep. That's, that's who I think is the biggest matchup. Mm-hmm. That, I was having this exact same conversation with people I was watching the game with. And it's like, for some reason, it's always something different. When yeah. they play the Galaxy. Like, you could go into any other game and get, and the LAFC is probably going to feel confident and play their game. Yeah. But whenever it's the Galaxy, for whatever reason, they kind of poop the bed. It, that's exactly what it is, bro. And there's no other way to say it. Um, it is what it is. That second goal from uh, Sega Kolebali, it shouldn't have happened. That's simple. You know, yeah. there's, there's three defenders. You know, you had... Uh, who was a Palacios from, from between where the ball was played to where it ended? There was like five, six people, bro. That play should have ended as soon as that. Uh, I'm trying to remember who drove in, but that play should have ended as soon as he drove into the box mm-hmm. because a center back has a step right then and there. That's that's your territory that you have to mark, and that you, as soon as it, something is in the box, you make sure it gets out right away. Mm-hmm. Instead, two center backs and a left back chilling in the back post. Mamadou fall literally falls, mm-hmm. and you know that it just took lacking, like, just lacking. That, that's, it's, just there's no other way to put it, you know. Mm-hmm. LAFC beat themselves in this game, you know, but they, they also they didn't get any help, but they didn't help themselves either. That's exactly what it is. And I think they also uh, used that first half. That, that's what I was looking at. How is Steve Trendler down to zero at mm-hmm. halftime? How is Steve Trendler going to adjust to the circumstance? Yeah, it's kind of like kind of what we've been asking. Yeah. And we got in that the pre- in the preview. Yeah. Like he that was like one of the first instances where he had real, real adversity, at least mid game. Well, he's had injuries here and there, Portland game and whatever, Franco Escobar. But still, like this was like one of those games where you show out as a coach what what you can change, what you can do. Yep, that's exactly it, man. You know, we were. Ho- I was hoping uh, by halftime. All right, there's got to be some time where uh, Trundolo is gonna make a switch mm-hmm. for. Uh, let me see if I can remember. C. Fuentes and, and Opoku. Mm-hmm. You know? And you put Lati Blessing and Chicho Rango. As soon as that happens, the game changed. Yep. You know? 
You're a substitute. You come in. You has to play or better it. Mm-hmm. And they, I, I would agree that they both did. Yeah, Latif they did. And Chicho they definitely both, both really got us back in the game, especially the fact that they both scored. Mm-hmm. Of course, that one goal Chicharito did make. It was in great ball, great opportunity for uh, uh, Vela to just test Jonathan Bond, the goalkeeper for the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know? I love Vela's turn and like throwing. Yeah, too, and like... just the awareness, like, hey, they're not paying attention to throwing. Let's take mm-hmm. advantage of that. Yeah. Throwing quick, drive all the way down. All he had to do was take the shot. He didn't necessarily have to get it on, uh, you know, try to score it. Yeah. Just make the keeper work. get tested, make him work. Mm-hmm. Ended up being a Chicharango rebota right yeah. there, rebound goal. And that's exactly how you create momentum and carry forward, which ended up being the scary part. Mm-hmm. The 97th minute, 90 plus 7th, a goal from Lati Blessing. Disallowed. It was reviewed by VAR. And it was stated that it was a clear and obvious offsides, so they overturned to it. Who? <laughs> That's something that we will clear be talking about. Clear and obvious. To who? To who? I, I don't no think. I don't think anyone thought that was clear and obvious. Galaxy, LAFC fan, neutral, ref. No one. <laughs> That's not clear, bro. Chris, I don't Chris care Pencil, what anyone says. Chris Pencil's probably listening to the VAR. He's like. Wait for real? He's like, what's going on? I don't even, I didn't even see nothing. Yeah. Wait, that's offsides? I don't know. Whatever you say. He's like, how? Uh, whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're called Houston, right? He's like, you got y'all got some barbecue outside? Yeah. Let's get this game over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. And you know that wasn't the first one. That's the sad part. It was. Yeah. It was a very crucial moment. But the first one was that header goal that was disallowed by. That Carlos was in Vela. like the twentieth minute. Twentieth minute. Yeah, that was the equalizer. You know, and of course, Carlos Vela did have opportunities to, you know, um, get LAFC back into it. There was that 1v1 opportunity uh, where he hit the post. Oh, yeah, he hit the post. Unfortunate. You yeah. know what I mean? It happens. Uh, and then that second time where he did score, 1v1 again, he was offsides. That mm. one we don't talk about. You mm. know, he scored it, offsides, move on. Mm-hmm. That's simple. But that kind of cost a beautiful cross and the six-yard box for a Carlos Vela header to the top right corner. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what offsides dude, is anymore, dude. Dude. Okay, so two things about that that really like ticked me off. First of all, when a free kick gets put in like that, it's so rare that you call an offsides in that's that situation. And the area is like right there. Like you, and what? Here, you and here's, really here's that? that here's that that phrase again, mm-hmm. clear and obvious. Yeah, that it was, was not. It was so quote unquote. I have my my two fingers. You know mm-hmm. the quotations. I'm here to confirm. Clear and obvious to the point where it wasn't even considered to be reviewed by VAR. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> how is that one? No. How is that one clear and obvious and not be able to be reviewed? But the ninety plus seventh is the only reason why I, w- I would like exclude that is because of the course of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. It's el tráfico. Yeah. It's the biggest game in MLS every season. I just think you at least have to take a look at it. You have to, right? Like, and honestly, every goal should be reviewed. Yeah, like I'm, it's a I'm, touchdown. I'm sure everyone was thinking the same thing. Like. Okay, even if you're a Galaxy fan, like, oh, that was offside. But was it? Do you really think that was offside? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's funky refing going on this <laughs> game. <laughs> I got some no. fun. I got some fun stats for you. But before we do so, I think it's the perfect time to accept callers right now. So go ahead, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Los Angeles Saga fans, LAFC, and. Possibly Galaxy fans as well. Go ahead and call us. 562-985-5140. Again, it's 562-985-5140. Go ahead and give us a call and let us know what you think about uh, what happened this weekend. Did you go to the match? How was the turnout? Uh, did you enjoy yourself? Were you staying safe? Uh, and yeah, man. I, Hopefully a civilized conversation as Civilized well. conversation. No cursing. No cursing. None of that, man. Because I just had to use the dump button. Hey. Uh, yeah, no one, no one knows about that. <laughs> no one knows about that because they didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, here's uh Tom Bogart, Tommy Scoop. Shout out to him uh, with some stats for us. We're about six games into the regular season, and the expected goals uh, stat sheet is uh, now being into shape. It's it's getting form into shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one with the expected goals is twelve point eight six with Columbus Crew. Wait, are we talking league wide? League wide or yes. this game? League wide, oh. league wide. Okay. Uh, LAFC is in second with 12 flat, 12.0. Galaxy are 10.73. Um, and then expected goals against, which is pretty shocking. LAFC is number one at 
But in terms of goal differential, that's great mm-hmm. because LAFC are also on top of that with plus seven point zero seven. Interesting. It is interesting Those because it's like funky looking stats. Yeah, it's in a way like it's as like as a right now. Oh, excuse me. So I read that super wrong. We are actually the best in expected goals against, and it's at four point nine three, which is the lowest. Okay. That makes you, more sense. You confused me I a did, lot right I now. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Jose Earthquakes are the worst at 13.21. So. Damn. Yeah. 13. And they're at negative 5.93 goal differential expected goals. That makes more sense. I didn't even know you could go negative. I thought <laughs> it was zero. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> no, you can't go negative. What? Yeah, because you get more goals against than goals for. I guess. So Again, that's something that to keep an eye on, you know, going forward. You know, it's still early, you know. Obviously, that number is going to be either much higher or much, much lower, uh, maybe much lower, uh, heading into, like, maybe the 20th game into the year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, people, we are accepting callers now. 562-985-5140. I would just like to mention also, since we talked about it in the preview, well, I, I remember talking about this. Going into the game, you can think whatever is going to happen. Like, you can think whatever which way you believe the game is going to happen. But when that whistle blows for that kickoff, you you really, you're kind of out of control. And I would like to, I'm bringing this up because those, um, I'm blanking right now. There was two injuries, but one of them was good. He ended up being okay. I think Hollings had yeah, honestly, did come to yeah. he did like fall down at yeah, one point. Yeah, and, like, exactly. It was kind of scary. No, and B- and Brian, so like, fifteen minutes into the game already, you can already tell like things were not going our way a hundred percent. So it's like, yeah, it's part of the classico where the LFC tends to get nervous. But going into a match, you could say whatever. But once that whistle blows, like so many things could happen. Yeah. Right. That's the thing, though. Like, the smallest things make the biggest difference. Exactly. You know what I mean? That that uh, first goal, like I said, Maxine Crapo, if he didn't decide to instead play Chicharito, mm-hmm. he should have played the ball. Mm-hmm. That would have not have been a goal. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was easy to, you know, defend or prevent, but his actions is something that he could, you know, do different. And it could it would make, it would make it harder for Chicharito to get a header on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just putting your hand right in front of where the ball might be. Mm-hmm will block Chicharito's vision and, you know, make it tougher for him to header it. Plus, you're closer to the ball. Like, there's a bigger chance it hits you than when you're farther away from the ball. Yeah. That's logic. <laughs> two plus two equals four. What stuff. The frustrating part, especially from a Mexican national fan uh, perspective, it's like... You're looking like Memo? <laughs> <laughs> no, Memo does the opposite. Memo no, Memo does, Memo does that where yeah. he doesn't come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then yells at the defense after. <laughs> like, Maxim Crapo, he owned it with respect to that. Like, mm-hmm. he, yeah, you know what? I should have more for the ball on that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about Chicharito where this guy's balling right now. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. He had a great game yesterday. It wasn't, you know, necessarily game-changing. But in terms of setting a spark for their offense, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Galaxy did not play good. Mm-hmm. They were not the best team on the pitch. But it still doesn't make sense, and I'm contradicting myself now. <laughs> but LAFC weren't either. Mm-hmm. But we knew we know how they can play. And you stating earlier, like how come everybody else we're doing we're playing fantastic football, but when we go to Galaxy, it's like a different team, a little bit like laid back. Mm-hmm. It's psychological warfare, and that's why I say it's like it's not just LAFC versus Galaxy. It's LAFC versus Galaxy and ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have to get over that hump of themselves. There's no other way to put it. It's it's very, it's a lot of things that us fans can't really discuss about and necessarily break down. Because I just said, Max and Crepo, all he had to do was simply put his hand up and get in the way of the ball, the view of the ball, mm-hmm. rather than just standing still and trying to, you know, block that. Mm-hmm. He could have came to the ball instead. Don't wait, don't let the ball come to you and wait for it. You go to the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The situation is funky because it's not even like we have the exact same team or we have the same coach or the same tactics or anything. But despite all the change, it just seems to be an LAFC club problem. I don't, I don't know where it stems from, this inferiority type complex when yeah. it comes to the Galaxy. But it seems like there's an institutional problem where it's like, oh, we're playing the Galaxy? Like, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, it's... it's 
it's kind of weird, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like it's they it's get strange. nervous instantly. In a way, yeah, yeah. And at, in a way, as you should, it's a big game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this is something that has been happening to us since year one. Yeah. So when is it going to change? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping soon. I was hoping that the the playoff semifinal win would you know that would have just scratched everything. Mm-hmm. We do play better when the stakes are higher, which is strange. But I think that's when you want to play your best the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like of I course. said, it's the simple mistakes that they take advantage of. Mm-hmm. That second goal from Sega Kolebali, dude, all Mamadou Fall had to do was instead of facing the goal, turn 180 and face the up the attacking third. Mm-hmm. And if the ball is going in, in the in the box like that, you simply just kick it out. Yeah. Put a toe on it. Do something with it. He was facing Maxine Crapo as if he was on offense. You know what I mean? It's like something it's so, so simple. so funky little things. Instead like, of facing and, that and way, face is, the other way. The thing is, like, that's so uncharacteristic of Mamadou Fall. He's been balling so far. In a way, and I'm, I'm making a corny, like, comparison. Mm-hmm. It was like watching uh, Space Jam again with when the, the <laughs> what are the, the monsters go and take, like, Charles Barkley's, like, powers mm-hmm. or, like, basketball moves and whatnot. And they mm-hmm. put it into a, a... That's what I felt like I was watching. You know what I mean? And I was just like... Why does this keep happening? Mm-hmm. I got I started getting flashbacks uh, of that. Um, I want to say 20, it was in 2019. It was a playoff, regular playoff game, 3-3 tie when Lati Blessing got that brace. When Walker Zimmerman, or I believe that was a playoff game actually, 5-3 win. Uh, when Walker Zimmerman was backpedaling for, or trying to get a header off, and it skinned past his head. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't deemed offsides because it touched him. And Slotdown was 1v1 against Tyler Miller. He scored that. It's like intention. It's like instead of jumping up, simply backpedal and like control it. You know what I mean? It's like the littlest things. What is going on? Little mental mistakes. Why does this continue to happen to us? I don't know. And it's like nothing that it's the nothing unexplainable that, phenomenon, right? Exactly. <laughs> like it's nothing that the galaxy have control over. Yeah. Because they're not. They're not doing I don't, anything. I don't think you you could even make the argument that they've been a better team at any point. No. Right? Maybe now. Maybe now, yeah. Now is probably the biggest time to make that argument, but... LAFC, know, 17 shots, 7 on target. Galaxy, 9 shots, 2 on target. Both were the goals. And let me tell you, that Chicharito goal was not pretty. No. That was a terrible header that just happened to be going under Max and Kribble like that. I mean... Okay, but the thing is, does Chicharito ever score a pretty no, goal? No, but that's, <laughs> that's what he's no. But that, <laughs> this dude shoots it off his own face into the net, bro. That's the thing, though, bro. A goal is a goal. Yeah, Chicharito knows that more than check us out. Bro. LAFC dominated this game, fifty-seven percent possession, forty-three for the Galaxy. Fouls, they had twelve. They're the most disciplined team on the pitch, mm-hmm. except for the offsides calls. They had nine offsides. The thing is, I can't. I don't think you could say they dominated this game when the first they half didn't was necessarily that so dominate. Shaky. Yeah, it wasn't that dominant. <clears throat> but at the same time, the Galaxy were not I intimidating. Get I get what you mean. But they were they were still trying to figure things out as we were. Yeah, but they could. We couldn't. <laughs> that, that, at the end of the it, day, it's it's strange, man. It's strange. I don't I don't understand. You know what this makes me think of? Um... What was the Bulls documentary with Michael Jordan? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Last Dance. Last Dance. Like, remember when the Pistons keep whooping him? That's exactly what <laughs> right? it is, bro. Right? But instead, like... like he, can't get, he can't get over that hump until finally he got over that, that hump. Western and Conference all of a sudden, final. they win six championships. Who is the Isaiah Thomas behind the galaxy? I don't know. Who is Joe Dumas? Someone is there behind the doors, like, doing black magic or something, dude. <laughs> No, it's, it's not even that, man. It's just, it's just, it's simply LAFC beating themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a simple thing that we can't necessarily, us as fans, do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, after the game, after the loss, I saw some people, oh, Steve Trunzo should have put in Lati Blessing and Chicharango like five minutes sooner. I'm like, would that have really made what? a difference? I, I hate doing what is post game. Like, and we do it. Happen, it, it happens. We, you know, we do what ifs, yeah. but it's what ifs in terms of management. Yeah. In terms of games, like it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, what if? I don't even want to get into that. You're right. Um, 
No, you you could do what ifs, but I like doing bigger what ifs, like more grander than just like oh, if this mistake didn't happen, like because it's football at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like little stuff changes games. As a, that's exactly that's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. and for. LAFC to not say that they had, I mean, they had 17 shots. Seven yeah. were on target. Yeah. Remember, Ismianto Joy Shradi had a open, Ooh. wide open back post within the six yard box almost mm-hmm. penalty shot. One touch volley. Goes so, somehow bounces down and goes over the bar and ends up pointing the finger at Latif Blessing. Yeah, so who many, literally move out the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Who literally move out the way. When I saw that, I was like, bro, come on. Like, <laughs> I was like, be pointing fingers I was like right now. Izzy, my guy. Come on, bro. You know what I mean? Don't be doing that. Yeah. All right, y'all. I think it's time to take a little break, a little breather. Let's do it. All right, guys. We'll be right back. It'll be commercial time. I got some Too Connery. tense right now. Too tense right now. We got to slow down. Yeah, and then when we come back, pressure. we'll be welcoming back more uh, callers. Go ahead and let us know how you feel about this, uh, this unfortunate loss, you know? Tell us how you really feel. How you really feel. Welcome back to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside Jonathan Ortega. Jonathan. At we're Jonathan. What's the song, bro? This is a... Uh, I'm going this real quick. Sharpness by Jamie Woon. It's the K-Tronomix. That's your banger, huh? Kind of caught me by surprise. I'm not going to lie. That's why I'm like, damn, Jerry. Yeah, you're welcome. Where you find this one? <laughs> it's definitely a banger. Alrighty, welcome back, Whatever. I got you. No worries. I bet. We'll, we'll hook you up with the. Man, you did not put that. <laughs> I did it. It was on the rotation. Shout out to. But did you put that on the rotation? I did it. No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Coming by surprise. <laughs> Shout out to Katrina. Katrina's pretty good. A little, little nice. Are you like EDM music? Or yeah. like To yeah. a certain extent, right? Yeah, I like house. House is good. Yeah, to a certain extent. Aussie house, Australian house. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's what I listen to at work. <laughs> I like like Chicago house and Detroit house. Okay, respectable. Welcome back, everybody. Time to go back to talking about LAFC stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, LAFC unfortunately lost this weekend against the Galaxy two to one at the Diggity. <clears throat> the Diggity and no Diggity, no Diggity, and controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh. In a controversial way, you know that ninety plus seventh minute goal by Lati Blessing was overturned uh, by Chris Penso and the VAR and assistant officiating crew, being stated that the goal was clear and obvious offsides. Very strange. Whatever the heck that Whatever means. Whatever that means. All right. I mean, I think there's a reason why I'm not a referee in the pros. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm here on the mic. No, you're you're refereeing intramurals, bro. Am I that's, better? That's more important. But it. Be honest, bro. You playing the intramural league here at Castellanos, bro? How good of a ref I am or not? I like rate no, me. You're pretty good. I'd say you're in the. Am I the best top referee? Two. <laughs> Who's the second? I don't know, but you're top two. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, you're top one. But the thing is, I haven't had you as like a main ref most of the time. I'll be main ref to, uh, Wednesday. But, I got you. I'll, but, I'll referee game. You better be there though. Yeah, my ankle's good. Okay. I rolled. The <laughs> you rolled it bad. I know. I've never seen that. That's nasty. Yeah, it's still purple, but that's whatever. All right, purple bleeders, huh? <laughs> All right, Chris Penso. There's a uh, interesting stat that we found online. Shout out to uh, at back in black underscore la. That's the homie Celso from uh, Voices of Black and Gold podcast. They do their podcast over on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, go ahead and check those out from time to time. Anywho. Chris Penso is has made seven appearances for I want to say El Trafico, which doesn't really make sense to me, to be honest. I don't think so. I don't think Probably so. Probably LAFC uh, games. Yeah, LAFC games. I'm trying. I'm, I'm having trouble reading the stat, but when let's just say from what I'm reading, he's made seven appearances, and the win percentage. Okay, it's for LAFC. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So LAFC. When being officiated by Chris Penso, uh, the l- winning percentage is 14.3%. That is... What? That is... So they've won like one game. Well, their lose percentage is 71.4 and the draw is 
So he so, won one tied one and then lost all. So basically, the average for points per game that Chris Pencil officiates for LAFC is point five seven. So basically, it's That's almost crazy. it's almost like for sure a for sure loss when Chris Pencil is a referee for an LAFC game. Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking. That's crazy. That is insane. That's a for a, a significant it, amount. That is like, how do we miss this? Yeah, you we should have known about this. That's pre-game. what I'm saying. Like you look at you look at this guy's uh uh, the way he looks, uh, and the way he's performed on the pitch as a referee, and it's like seven games. Like how come Jeez. we're barely figuring out the seventh game? Mm-hmm. I can't really think of any. I mean, I I just found out about this guy this past weekend, Chris Pencil. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like the only reason I figured out is because well. I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but there was eight minutes of stoppage time in an mm. Trafico Classico match. I mean, it had to be at least plus five, but plus at eight. At least plus five. Plus eight, you know you messed up a uh, few times in terms of officiating. Oh, yeah, you know 100%, I mean? 100%. I believe it was like plus... Actually, no, it was a high number for that playoff game in 2019. I want to say it was like plus seven, plus five. But, I mean, that was good officiating, and I, I think... That was good officiating from that game, from what I remember. Um, but there's been 16 reps who have refed uh, for LAFC. Uh, one of the top ones that I really respect, not only because he's a good referee, but he's a Latino. And usually when he comes to LAFC, um, he is the fourth official, so the man who like waves the, the substitutions. and the, the, the You got the board. The board, the, the T-SOT. Uh, stopwatch timer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Bartolomero Toledo, who has uh, officiated two games for LAFC, and every game has been 100% win for LAFC. Uh, there's also someone that who is like iffy at times. I've seen a uh, shout out to Connor, who he really hates Ted Uncle. He's rest five LAFC games. 40% have been wins. 40% have been losses. 20% has been a draw. That's pretty balanced officiating. If you ask me, but for refs, there shouldn't be stats that stand out like that's that. what I'm saying. Like, but this is how you can tell. Like, okay, this is pretty fair. Yeah. Plus, like, isn't it? Damn. I don't know, dude. That's some funky statistics. It is fourteen point three percent. You refed seven times for LAFC, and they've lost seventy one point four percent of the time. Were all his games last year? Or what? It's just like, wow, why does this guy keep... And he was assigned this match because apparently he was a top officiate officiator uh, in MLS. Like the best referee. This whole staff. So not only was it Chris Benzel mm-hmm. as a center ref, but the assistant referees were, you know, this is a big match. So mm-hmm. they, they decided to assign top, tiers, uh, assign top tier referees to this game, which mm-hmm. is, you know, fair enough. Makes sense. Makes sense. They but the same in the NBA. Yeah, you know, you want to get the best out there for a a, a, a big game. Mm-hmm. But I would not mind having like a Rubiel Vasquez or even a Jose Carlos Rivero or somebody who could like in a way be neutral. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people who under, I don't, Kevin Stott? Mm. I don't know my MLS referees like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Kevin but Stott, still, people don't like Kevin Stott. The refs should never be the talking point of a match. That's what I'm saying. Like 71.4%. That's passing. That's a C right there. That's a C in terms of like, hey, you want you want to play against LAFC, man? Like, hook up. I'm surprised I didn't go to Vegas and like put a bet like LAFC's losing this game. <laughs> if I would have seen this, the stat sheet, like, and like, do, does, do teams necessarily have to prepare their game plan as to you know, accommodate themselves to who's officiating the game. Like, no, Absolutely dude, not. it should not. Never. You play by the whistle, not by the guy that's holding the whistle. Mm-hmm. That's a boom. You like that, right? Dropped a little bit of yeah. knowledge in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but you're completely right. Like, I don't think the ref is just like, it should be just a part of the game. Just like the lines on the field. Making like, sure everything is cool. Yeah. Everyone's having a safe game. And the exactly. spirit of the game and the integrity of the game is being held yeah that's it the fact that we know his it's an first enforcer. and last name is too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we shouldn't exactly. even know who he is yeah 
Oh man. It's tough. Five six two nine eight five five one four zero. LAFC fans, we want to hear from you. Let us know how you're feeling. What's the goal? Even Galaxy fans, if you guys want to call in, what are you guys thinking? I'm been, I'm watching it right now, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't understand. how can you? I saw the tweet that the pro refs put out after the game, right? Even that didn't make sense. It didn't make they sense. They explained the decision. It's like, you just couldn't, like, contradicted yourself because now you got to explain the header yeah. of uh, Carlos Vela. Like, explain that. And like, you, oh, yeah, that one was wrong. Okay, so if you were wrong on that decision, this game was a tie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only reason why you didn't review that first goal, that Carlos Vela header, uh, or excuse me, that the only reason why you reviewed that second goal from Latif Blessing is because it was at a crucial moment. Mm-hmm. But again, football is a game of moments. Mm-hmm. You have to review every goal. Oh, I think that was a wrong call. Let me uh, let me go to the VAR. The thing is, I don't get how VAR rules across the world are funky, dude. Like, I don't think any specific league or federation has figured out how to really use VAR. Because I watch a lot of La Liga, for example, mm. and nearly every single goal that, like, there's potential offsides for, they check the offsides. They line it up. They do, like, the little pinpoint and everything. And then you'll watch, like, the Prem, and they just, like, let it go sometimes. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, VAR is so inconsistent as a whole. It's like, I'd I'd rather them use it than not use it. Right? Yeah, because it's like... Especially in the 98th. Like, there's not much game to go. You might as well take a minute and figure this out. It's so strange, man. I was reading the FA rules for offsides. Mm -hmm. You know, we grew up knowing what offsides is. Yeah. But it's like because VAR is involved. That's what I'm saying. Because VAR is involved, it's like, oh, now we got to like rethink it. You know what I mean? You're Mm -hmm. changing the integrity of the game. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, his jersey was like popping out more out of his shoulder, causing him offsides. You know what I mean? The FA has a. I need to find it. But the FA has like like a. a way to like I gotta pull it up right now uh, the thing is here it is so I I don't know it's like VAR is good in theory for the game to get decisions right I get it yeah cause it's difficult you know yeah 100% and if you have the technology why not use it you gotta take advantage of it exactly I'm, I mean that's what I'm saying VAR in theory should be good for the game However, to a certain extent, I'm for VAR. However, there's humans involved in VAR. <laughs> and that's when it gets funky. Like, okay, the rules on the last goal, I guess, made sense. But how do you interpret that that, that Galaxy defender was not making a play Dep- for Dep- the Dep- ball? Depuy. Depuy, yeah. Dep- excuse me. Like, he clearly extended his hip trying to get that ball somewhere else. Not only that, but it hit his elbow. Really? Yes, it hit his elbow. If you look at the play again, it hits his elbow before going into Lati Blessing in the back post. It hits his elbow. You're watching it, right? Yeah. It hits his elbow. So it's like, how come? Okay, you're looking for offsides, but if before offsides, there's a handball? I thought it hit his hip. No, it hit his elbow, I believe. Like his forearm. Take a look at it. Nah. Are you sure? It hit his hip. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that myself too. But it's like, Let's say that is the case, you know? Why can't you be like, oh, this happened first. Oh, it's a foul first. Okay, there you go. Show me real quick. Like, I, no, before I can, that. I can back see, it up. Back it up. Before that. I can see why. This you, right here. Boop. That didn't touch me. I think so. You got to look at a better view. You got to fast. Are you slowing it down? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that moment right no, there. Because no, 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 he kind of no. puts his hand the down. The first but. cross before the offside was initiated. That's what they were looking at at first because they were saying that Mamadou Fall was offsides. See right there? I had Latif, bro. Oh. I had Latif in the Let me double check. Yeah. Like, the reason why it went to the right like that is because it hit Nick DePew's elbow. Okay, but either way, my point still stands to where, okay, right here, he's doing a movement to go towards the goal. He shifts, right? Yeah, yeah, Does he not change how he's moving to go towards the ball? So that's, for me, that's a clear attempt at making a play on the ball, which... From my understanding, if the defender attempts and touches the ball at least, then it's not offsides. 
The thing is, this like I swear I saw a goal so similar to this within like the past year, where it's like they called it not offside because of the intention. But it's like, how do you, how do you know what their <laughs> intentions are in a way? Yeah, sure. It's like body, uh, body language. Like, oh, okay, he's obviously playing the ball. But mm-hmm. it's like, how do you know he's not trying to play the ball? How do you? And at the end of the thing. day, how are you gonna put that as clear? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How was that clear and all? No, he's trying to walk past the front post. Yeah, he's just he's taking, just taking he, a stroll. He's just there. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, all ridiculous. All of a sudden, he turns how his legs moving. The fact that this review took until the hundredth minute for it to be ruled as something ninety nine forty five, and then right after that, it's like. You blow the whistle to end the game, not even to, like, fix those, like, three, four minutes that, like, that took to review. There was a solid minute. Because right here, it's the 97th when the ball goes in. Okay. So then, boom. 97. But it's, like, after the after the call that, that Chris Pencil made, he blew the whistle. Game over. Yep. I'm just, like, at least let the keeper, like, kick it out. Uh, like, Jonathan Bond do a goal kick and, like, let us get possibly one more run in, depending on possession. Uh, possession. But it's like, dude. I'm usually not one to be like, this was rigged. But but <laughs> looking at that stat. If this, like, if I were to ever make that argument, it's right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's right. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of what the officiating was, regardless of how long it took or whatever the process was of making that, uh, making that overturned call. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Was LAFC the best team on the pitch that yesterday or Saturday? No. You can make the argument, but I don't know. No. Did they play well enough to do? Okay, maybe deserve the point, yeah. Mm-hmm. But LAFC at the end of the day got themselves in the mess. They tried getting themselves out. VAR shut the door. And it's like the goals were simple. You could have prevented them. Very preventable goals. 100%. No one did no magic. Nothing. Give me Chara behind the back. Chilena to score. LAFC beat themselves. Chicharo literally buried a ball into the ground. Yep. It was a divot, man, on the green. And I'm not <clears throat> I'm not one to like pick on players and critique them specifically, but Crepo was not playing. He didn't play his best game. Did not play his best game, especially to what we've seen the last five games. He's yeah. Played. Right? That's fair. So going forward, do you think this is a reality check? 100%. For LAFC, it should be. Is it more of for the players or for Steve Trendle? Because I think that Steve Trendle did a good job in terms of managing His subs. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because it's like as a coach, you could only do so much. You could put the right pieces on the on the on the puzzle mm-hmm. and try to connect the dots. But it's like at the end of the day, the players have to take initiative and do what they got to do on the pitch. Yeah, I think seventeen shots, seven on target. You only got one goal, and that goal was like. You had to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Galaxy didn't have to work for any of their goals. We handed it to them. I would say this is more like it's on both the coach and the players, obviously, because it's a team thing. Yeah. But I think this is more of like a mental standpoint check than physical capability. Because yeah. we know they're capable of winning. Best goal difference in the league thus far, six games in. Yeah, exactly. Like we know how good they can play. We've seen it firsthand. The whole league knows because that's why MLS is like always high for LAFC on power rankings. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this means going forward in terms of Vela. Will he last past July first? We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, at this point, I don't. Threw think, it in a funk for sure. Yeah, this game he was involved everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, two goals disallowed. One uh, shot that was unlucky hit the post. One could have had a hat trick. Could have had a hat trick easily. At least a brace. Mm-hmm. As. We uh, predicted in the previous show a goal and assist. I got an assist in a way. Hey, you got your two one, Jerry. I got my two. Uh, you happy? <laughs> you happy? See what you did? See what you oh, did? Oh man, the MLS this is all on you, bro. It's my fault. I take full blame, man. <laughs> text, hey. text, coach to run the low right now. Hey, yeah, hey, my yo, bad, bro. Hey, my bad, coach. My hey, bad. hey, Steve. I, that's on me, man. <laughs> I'll shut up next time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> As LAFC going forward, we shake this off. Yep. That's it. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it going. We're still first. We're still first. Hey, top Carson and LAFC, top two in the West, top two in the league. Mm-hmm. Probably the most, the actual best teams. Yeah. Because we've played legit players. Yeah. 
just go forward. Not no Cincinnati, Miami. Yep. Vancouver. Exactly. LAFC take, uh, they will be playing their next traffic match at the bank July 8th, which is, of course, one that we're looking forward to. Mm Mm-hmm. But we'll, Always. the question is, will we have Vela extended by then? Will he still be in a black and gold kit by July 8th? The world may never know until we get there. So I'm excited. This is definitely a, a fun story that we have for the 22 season for LAFC. Year five. Filled with drama after the first five, seasons, first five games. It's going to be a fun journey to the MLS Cup. That's for sure. Yup. <laughs> LAFC take on Kansas City next. Kansas City next this Sunday at 1 p.m. Oh, this weather weather is funky. That should be a get back game though, no? It should be a get back game. SKC get is right. not a, yeah, get right. SKC are not a bad team, but they are known to not play well at the bank. Uh 3 days later, they will have their first US Open Cup third round match against Orange County SC 420. Mm. Should be a fun one. And then Cincinnati at Cincinnati, April 24th. And then the following weekend is against Minnesota, my birthday. Ooh. Should be a fun one as well, man. But yeah. So Kansas City. I don't. Johnny Russell. I haven't watched much. Ilya Sanchez uh, I facing. Know, I know we took their best player. Yeah. <laughs> Ilya Sanchez, what a baller he has been. Man. All right, Jonathan. Any final thoughts, brother, before we let the people go? Just simply. Shake it off. It is what it is. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. We're still first. We're still first in the league, and we go forward. We, move, we, we learn from this. Yep. What I really want to see is how do LAFC bounce back from this? Mm-hmm. And if they bounce back, questions will be like, come, where was this against the Galaxy? Yep. There's hey, only one way to go from here, bro. We didn't lose to the Galaxy. We lost to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yep. Thank everybody for tuning in to the Sanja Saga Show. I'm going to start this song, man. People like this song. Let's put this up. Mac DeMarco. Ooh, I like Mac DeMarco. Shout out to you, boss. Thank you, everybody. This is how we were feeling after the game. Yeah, Damn. I just... <sighs> Spaced out. Man. Out of this world ending. <laughs> it was a fun one. Chamber of Reflection. Yeah. Reflecting ourselves Reflecting right ourselves. <laughs> My Spend goodness, dude. I'll tell you right away. now. That first goal... That header from Vela, mm-hmm. I had my own beer shower in the house. <laughs> and like, just for it to be disallowed, and I was like, <sighs> now I, now I got cold Yeah, I still cold my water bottles, man. <laughs> and it's like, now LAFC don't have a goal, and I have a mess in my living room. <laughs> my TV is splashed on. Chris Penso, man, you're ruining, the, you're ruining it for me, man. Yeah. That simple. With a name like that, get the, get the Penso. You know what I mean? Penso <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Yeah. No dumb, no dumb, but neither. Ladies and gentlemen, you listen to the Los Angeles Saga Show here on KKJZ 88.1 FM HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. 22 West. 22S Radio. We are black and gold. Just reflect on it. Move on. Um, SKC next weekend. Mac DeMarco, take us away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys Friday, our preview podcast. Black and gold. Black vamos. and gold. Dale, dale. Black and gold. Mm, 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 mm.